like somebody said, somebody said, love the new studio, which was great because thanks, Carson. Right, right as he said that, I think we we're at our ultimate frustration level with the new studio. <laughs> I mean, it looks awesome. It we does. did spend a lot of time making it look good today, yeah, yeah. and then we were like, oh, let's uh, let's make it sound. Oh shoot! You know, <laughs> you know what? You didn't think I knew how to do? Watch this, Adam, over there. Oh, nothing's happened. Whoa! other colors I can't. you can just can turn that dial and it'll go to other colors oh really yeah <laughs> see i don't even know how this works for real those are your lights bro <laughs> come on man you I don't, don't press it, it again <laughs> that's just t- <laughs> all right it's blue let's leave it like that <laughs> you do it you do it <laughs> we go so we get so excited with ah green kermit the frog purple gerald undone my, Red. My Sith. My Beal- Darth, my Darth <laughs> Vader. Beelzebub. <laughs> my Darth Vader lightsaber. Look, it's the light side, Luke, Luke Skywalker, and uh, uh, what's the guy's name? The actor? Darth Vader? <laughs> no, not Darth Vader. Um, the, the, the guy who's in like every movie now, the millennial dude, went to Juilliard. You know. He plays Lord Sith. Not Lord Sith. But I don't know. What, what are you talking about? Who's the Adam Driver? Adam Driver, come on, man! <laughs> Your name's Adam. You should know this. Look, that's this is Adam Driver. I'm Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill, Adam Driver, <laughs> and I'm older than you, so that's perfect. Oh, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, that was fun. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of work on um, Dolphin Dance throughout the week. You're doing it some with your. Uh, are you going to do it on the YouTube or on the Daily Guided Practice session? No, we're going to do it on uh, our YouTube Daily Guided Practice, our YouTube Guided Practice session this Friday. On Friday. I'm going to break down a, a specific Herbie Lick on it, and then you might play it on Friday night. Yeah, right? I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. Uh, I look so on, evil. On <laughs> so shelter in place. And uh, it'll just be a fun thing. Look at that. That's the way we should see it. You got light and dark. Oh, you know? yeah. Look at Sneeze this. Sneeze guard uh, protects it. I'm bad. You know what I'm saying? So, um, all right, let's talk about practicing. Let's talk about some practice. Uh, we do our weekly practice check-in. And um, what have you been practicing on, dear Adam, for this week? Oh, man. You know what? I had a 442s gig on Saturday morning. Yes. Like an actual gig here at the Sheldon Concert Hall. Yeah. There was only a few people in there. They were nice and spread out, but it was a real audience. You it know, the- sounded... The, you know what? I know it was only a few people because I know what they're doing with the setup. They never really showed the audience. Yeah, there weren't that but many. But it sounded like... A couple hundred people. It wasn't. It felt like a couple hundred people. So that that hall so holds about seven hundred people. Yeah. By the way, shout out to the Sheldon. They're yeah. just the best over there. Peter Palermo, the whole team. Right around the corner here, one, yeah. of, the, one of the great concert hall. Wynton Marsalis is as 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 mentioned several times. It's his favorite hall to play acoustically. When he comes with the big, it's man, awesome. They play acoustic. It's awesome, yeah. and the crowds are always spectacular. And you're, it's one of those halls. It seats seven hundred, but you feel like you're in someone's living room when you're on stage, right? right. When you're playing, you well, just, that's a nice living room. But it's yeah. a really, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, everybody. Feels feels very close because yes. um, it's very old. It was designed for speaking, actually. Yes. Um, and so it's really, really a lovely place to play. And there were only a couple dozen people in there spread out through the whole thing. So even in the balcony and all the way up. So, you know, a, a hall that seats 700 with just a, a few dozen people in there felt very sparse. But when they were, like you said, when there was applause, it was great. So I spent my week just working on 442 stuff, which means like a lot of for you know what that means for me. I, I'm happy to talk about this, too, because I think it's like interesting to talk about as a jazz pianist right what we work on is different than some other gigs we have like so on that gig i do a lot of guitar playing and my role as the guitar player is essentially uh uh, the rhythm section you know I'm, i'm the drummer so i spent a lot of the week on my metronome just practicing grooving on that guitar really trying to control my accents in time 
the sound of them. So, I mean, much like a drummer would work on rudiments, I was working on different rhythms, coming in and out of triplets, those kind of transitions rhythmically so that I could just confidently play um, those grooves in support of it's you know it's a whole different vibe being the rhythmic support I, yeah. I, I envy bass players and drummers because you feel like this responsibility to the rest of the band to like I'm gonna lay it down it's gonna be so easy for you to play over this like that's my mm-hmm. thinking right I want to make this so easy for you I want to make everybody sound good so I spent the week really just working on my time on the guitar like doing really really minuscule surgical work on like I said how are my accents? Where are the triplets lay in in in, in uh, you know contrast to the eighth notes? Mm. Practicing with my metronome where it's like it's on for a bar, it's off for four bars, it's on for a bar, it's off for eight bars. Seeing if I can hang with that, yeah. you know, just keeping my time. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just dropped in the in the chat. Hopefully, folks can see that if you want to check out this concert, I watched it. And oh, it's, nice, it's really good. Oh, it's thanks, on the man. Sheldon YouTube site. You can uh, jump in there and see uh, Adam's group, uh, which is just a fabulous. A group of musicians and a, and a, a lot of Adam Manis compositions. You can see him in a little bit of a, I wouldn't say different situation. It's all Adam, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great. It was that was a fun concert. Thanks, sure. What'd you um, do? What'd you work on? Well, so I ended up doing a couple of the days last week, um, and I was gonna extend it into the weekend, and I kind of fell off doing this. But I got a couple of good days in last week of like very specific left hand practice. Mm. Uh, it had been kind of on my mind for a while. I don't know. There's just been stuff I'd been going for down there that I didn't feel like I was you know when you get that feeling where like you it's almost like you ever have those nightmares where you're trying to like run and you can't move but you know you are kind of moving sure or something absolutely like that. for me it's I'm fighting someone underwater right and I'm uh, trying to punch them and I can't really punch them right yeah. oh, wow so aggressive yeah sorry so, so aggressive yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of my own well, stuff I've, there <laughs> I've had ones too that I'm like trying to get out of a well oh yeah which yeah. is like I, that's kind of dark it's like you know Jeffrey Dahmer might be waiting at the top but um, no I felt like I was a little bit like that with my left hand in certain things and I, I don't know that you know our, our kind of understanding of our technical prowess versus our technical limitations, to me, it's always connected with what we're trying to play, what we're hearing at that time. So, like, it can be deceptive. I think that our by, by the time you get to be my age, for sure, it's like your general technique is kind of established as to what it is. There's maintenance, for sure, that, for is, sure. that is valuable to do that. But sometimes when we think, oh, my, I'm off my game with my left hand, it's not necessarily like you've been um, not paying attention to it or not practicing enough or practicing the wrong things. It could be. But to me, I think it's more, I look at it as more often a positive thing, like where you're starting to be more confident in hearing something. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we're talking about improvised music, because, you know, if you're playing the same classical piece all the time, you've got the barometer, like I'm playing this Beethoven sonata, this really tricky movement at this tempo. And then sometimes you've got it, sometimes you don't. Like, Yeah, I can either control it or I can't. Right. Is right. the situation. But if you start to hear stuff in your left hand as an improviser, this is a whole new arena here. Right. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it happens, often it happens, you know, gradually or in, in, in spurts or something. So... I think the technique is always there to serve the music, you know, but they don't always naturally go along with each other. So I've been feeling for a while, but but especially acutely earlier last week, like left hand, left hand, I just kind of, you know, uh, just kind of was on my spirit or whatever. So I was just practicing stuff with the left hand. And what I did was I took things that I would normally play with the right hand. And mm-hmm. I think this is a little bit taken from our friend Jeffrey Keezer. Totally. Uh, but was putting them just in the left hand and just doing some voicings and stuff in the right hand. Yeah. Because I think there's a certain amount of... Um, 
you know, uh, regulation uh, within your brain that, totally. that can be helpful anyway by just shifting things up. Obviously, with you know, I'm right-handed, so with the non-dominant hand, there's always like that training of the left hand to be able to do some more things. Exactly. That 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 would be the exact kind of thing. Yeah. This is great work. So you know, I have that that flashcard system that I like to use when I'm doing serious uh, piano work. And one of the, I have three, right? I have a set over here, which is just all 12 keys. And I, I'll actually uh, subtract or add keys, like have have four G flats in, in the stack, uh, depending on how much time I want to spend on particular keys so that it's kind of stacked in the way that I, like it's stacked towards the harder keys, essentially. I would never stack the key of F, for, for example, but I might take F out of my stack because it's like, okay, I can play an F. I really right. want to work on the harder keys. So I have my stack of keys. Then in the middle, I might have um, uh, tunes, right? Or forms, right? So it might be Dolphin Dance, Maiden Voyage, One Finger Snap. And then over here, the, my third pile would be uh, things to practice that tune with, right? So that could be like all block chords, mm. right? So now I'm doing Dolphin Dance in the key of B, all block chords. That's my practice for, for that section, right? Yeah. Or that, that part of the session. Or an, a, one that I, I always have in that stack is left hand. So that when I'm there to play Dolphin Dance in the key of B, I'm working it through my left hand. It's got to play the melody. It's got a solo, and I, I work on it. And then, you know, I'll, I, have, I only have like four or five over here. So it cycles around quite often. Yeah. It's a great way to get left hand work in. It's like you don't have to remember to do it. It's just part of your practice routine. That card comes up, left hand. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Great stuff, great stuff. Um, let's see. Why don't we do a little bit of Q&A because we, in previous weeks, have done a huge amount of Q&A. It's going to be a little bit abbreviated because of the time today and we went on this deep dive um, of Dolphin Dance. But I'm going to jump back up to the beginning uh, and see, or is there any questions that you saw in particular? Uh, yeah, I'm, Sir I'm, Adam, as we, as I'm we scrolling up refer here. to you when we're... In, um, Ooh, there's a lot of controversy about our start. Really? I think we were well over 20 likes before we got started. Uh-oh. Well, then we're going to have to make it 200. We're not going to start. <laughs> we'll, we'll hang over a little bit today. How there about that? Go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so somebody was at saying about beginner and, you know, are we not looking out for the beginners and intermediates? Yes, we are. We may not be today, it appears. But... I think, you know, a lot of times when you're like playing jazz music and learning to get better as a jazz musician, and this really, I think, transcends all instruments and, and applies to all instruments, transcends the piano. Um, you're the kind of graduation from beginner to intermediate to advanced happens in a different way than classical music than say learning a language where it's a little bit easier to define so we can think about like tunes for sure as being more advanced and i think dolphin dance what can definitely seem that way but i i would encourage everybody like i'm a big believer in learning stuff that's at your level but learning it in a very deep way so if we took something like um c jam blues which everyone thinks of as a really simple tune like it is it's very simple but it can be very advanced to play it. I would refer you to the classic mm -hmm. um, Oscar Peterson trio version from Denmark in which there's nothing easy or non-advanced about the way they play it. Very sophisticated kind of thing. But the same principles that would apply in terms of learning that. 
Sounds weird on the roads, doesn't it? It's not right. It's not right. Okay, so I'm doing a little bit more with the with the left hand, but even if you there you go. Hey, come on, man. But I can play sus chords beautifully. That's right. And don't make yeah, me you take can do this all sorts summer of fest. Yeah. summer fest. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. But the same principles with which we learn a tune like this, root melody. But really paying attention to the time. Like like what what what, what is the part that we can really go next level on? Even if we're like, oh, everybody knows C Jam Blues. That's simple. That's beginner. But can you play it? One, two, three, four. No, I can't. But can you play with like a really good feel while changing the melody? I'm not even trying to. I don't know what's going on. But just half notes. So restricted, simple, but difficult, advanced, I should say. Especially if you're talking while you do it. Mm. So it's going to be half notes, just the melody. Swinging, syncopated, staying on the half notes, independence of the hands. Because sometimes it's easier to be... Your Rhodes doesn't go down that low, man. No Rhodes does. Actually, there are 88 keys. It just sounds terrible okay. down there. Woo. So while you're playing something simple, can you get that same feel? So that when you go to... Even before you're playing all this, just the melody... start to add the other things in that's so great man um yeah i, I understand what steven's talking about here about beginner intermediate stuff is with this tune breakdown so we'll, we'll keep that in mind for the next time to maybe hit something because dolphin dance inherently is more advanced yeah of a tune you yeah know? Sure. so so maybe the next tune we do next week i don't know what should we do we should do something you know what we're doing kind of blue in the listening session this tomorrow. yeah 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 so maybe we could do like freddie freeloader or something like oh, that oh yeah yeah i know you I know, I know how like much that. you like that oh, God. um mj2 says hey guys i'm a fan from iraq and i'm into jazz piano since i was young but jazz isn't very popular between my friends and i'd like to hear what you uh what do you suggest to people who never listened to jazz before that's very cool Come to, to the some, sesh tomorrow. Invite them to the sesh tomorrow. Kind of blue is could definitely be a way in for gateway sure. Gateway drug. Gateway it's drug. A gateway drug. I also think you know my friends in high school who weren't into jazz. While I was listening to tons of like Dexter Gordon and Grant Green. Yeah. I got them in with Headhunters. You know, I got I, them. It's so in. funny you said. I was about to mention that record. It's the same thing for me in high school. They love that stuff, man. Yeah. They couldn't get enough. Chameleon. They thought it was yeah. yeah. I mean, it helped that like Boogie Nights had just come out. Right. 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 <laughs> so right. they were like. 
you know, into that I, that whole uh, era. So they, yeah, they love the Headhunters. My band that we had, uh, which was originally called the Jazz Dispatch. Woo! Uh, the Jazz Dispatch. Is that corny or what? Because you know, the, like the, the St. Louis Post. Exactly. We're in St. Yeah. Louis, and the name of the newspaper. Hey guys, oh. we're uh, the. It, we, it's like the Post Dispatch, but it's for jazz. Exactly. It's the Jazz Dispatch. We are going to dispatch some jazz for you. <laughs> Uh, but we played like we started getting gigs, just random, rando gigs, you know. Rando gigs, and we got a gig at like like our friends started. You know, this is back when you'd have house parties, so it'd be like in the basement. Somebody would convince their parents to let let them have a, a party in the basement, and it was like this is when we were in eighth grade, you know. So we were kind of, you know, as boys and girls, and you were just w- whatever you were trying to dance with, and so nobody could like afford a DJ, but you might have some records that you played. So it was like let's get. Peter and Jeremy, Chris Thomas, Dave Berg, you know, these John and John Ward. So we're going to play at these parties. So we didn't know a lot of tunes. We might be playing some kind of jazz stuff. And then, you know, the pressure's on when everyone's looking, we've got to dance or something. So we'd just be like, and I had a Rhodes then. So I play it like, hey. just like this. And then people be like, what? And then we you know knew I mean? like, we knew all the stuff off, you know. Some Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Stevie Wonder, MJ yes, two, M2J, yeah, Stevie. Stevie Wonder could be a bit of a bridge. Yeah, we used to play all that stuff because people would dance. And then we'd be like, oh, and it was really bad because the jazz tunes we knew were really corny. They were like Satin Doll. We had these combo and we played that. That's yeah. not a good party song when you're in, in eighth grade. Yeah, it, exactly. That's not a corny tune, but played by eighth graders <laughs> is was. always corny. Oh, yeah. For sure. And then we, we played this tune. Our first song that we learned... Uh, was called Whole Lot of Blues by Marty Page because we had the music for, from our middle school band director or something. And they, I, I still remember it was. And then check it out. Think about a pre-pubescent Jeremy Davenport playing that melody on the on the trumpet. But we had a great. We we, we didn't know what we were doing. You make then. that sound pretty good, though, man. Wow. I'm sure. Yeah. Like yeah, what I want to hear my is my job, man. That's my job. I want to hear eighth grade Peter playing <laughs> oh, that. It was, it was I, not good. But when we got to high school, we went next level because we had Todd Williams. He was a senior. Yeah, we were freshmen. Todd Williams was like a master already. I mean, he was just like playing all this stuff, Grover Washington stuff, but also John Coltrane. Yeah, I remember when I was a freshman, I wrote a tune that was like. <laughs> I, I later realized, like, oh, I was trying to write a rhythm changes. I just didn't know what it was, right? Mm. So it was like this weird, this weird, like, 26-bar rhythm changes. It's yeah. just like a, a free, free-form rhythm changes. Hey, look at you. You're purple now. Lord Sith has gone Gerald Undone. No, I'm, I'm Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> Mace Windu had the, uh, yeah, the purple Yeah, but I think Hunt, Headhunters is great. Thrustables. And this is ironic because the track is like 20 minutes long, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Secrets, buddy. Secrets. My, my buddy my, my buddy Chad was well into Secrets. Uh. Riding around Jeffco in an S10 listening to Secrets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> A defunky unit says... This is too funky.
table salt. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if we were playing on the way going out or what's up. Well, I just want to. I thought we were still taking some questions here. Oh, let's do it because we, we got. We are a finely tuned machine here. We got the funky unit. I'm just. We're just vibing today, the man. The funky unit. You know, it's like when What's things. What's up, funky unit? I, I feel like this might be our best episode ever, and let me <laughs> convince you why. Because when things kind of go haywire at the yeah. beginning, right? You got you got two dudes trying to figure some stuff out. They don't really know anything about as far as lights, cameras, and action. Right. And uh, we could gives us a little bit of an energy. I think this has been a, a productive. Uh, <laughs> well, what was funny about it is before we started, we thought we had everything set up. We had like some power issues. Oh, we're cocky as hell. Yeah, we were in yeah. another room watching some YouTubers talk about lighting and cameras. We're like, oh yeah, that's an F stop. Oh, all right, let's go in and do this. Then we come in and it's like everything is just haywire, which is you know, that's where the jazz mentality, um, you know, jazz mentality kind of is great i think to apply to life you know how you how are you going to get for sure get yourself into a quandary how are you going to pull yourself out you just know? have a good time with it you know That's what are you right. going to do i'm orange now man well kind of but not really orange uh so defunky unit orange says, is not the new black by the way if you <laughs> no. know what i mean defunky unit says hi peter and oh that's political <laughs> hi peter and adam do you guys have any favorite artists who do you who you feel are pushing jazz into new and exciting directions. Well, you know, yeah, there's a bunch of people. I love Robert Glass. We were just talking about him the other day, so he's kind of on my mind. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's 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 easy for me to be like, yeah, it's a young up-and-coming pianist named Robert Glasper because I remember when he was a young up, and every time I see him, I'm like, dang, you're kind of old. He's like 41 <laughs> years old now. But I think Rob is like just, is great, one of many. I think Aaron, Aaron Park, these are going to all be pianists, um, yeah. not that they need to be. Uh, Ambrose, he's not a pianist. Ambrose, I think, is definitely for sure uh, pushing music into a very interesting space. Um, who else we got? Who you got? Man, uh, you know, I'm really so always impressed with Glenn Zaleski. He's yeah. he's guest blogged for us here at Open Studio. He's such yeah. an amazing pianist. If you haven't heard Glenn's playing and Sullivan Fortner, I think those two, those are the kind of early Sullivan, yeah, late twenties, early thirties generation. Yeah, um, Glenn seems so much older. I mean, he's so wise about his approach to yeah, and he's he's great at. Um, but so is, same with Sullivan. And I'm always Christian con- Sands. Christian Sands yeah. is so good. I'm I'm also continually impressed with my friend Peter Schlam over in Kansas City, yeah. who's around Sullivan and Glenn's age too. Yeah, and just always is making. Who's the guitarist here that you just play with? Um, I like him, the young guy from Matt Saint Sewell. Louis. Yeah, Matt, Matt Sewell's playing is beep off. Yeah, for sure. And then I always think like. I really think innovation, the sweet spot for innovation, we always trend towards younger players, which is important for sure. But to me, Herbie Hancock is still innovating. Like, I don't know if anyone, I, I think about last time I heard him live was at the Newport Jazz Festival last summer, last August. Well, so it'd be over a little over a year ago now. And it's very easy to be like, okay, Herbie Hancock at the Newport Jazz Festival yeah. in Rhode Island, down the street from the Vanderbilt you know mansion how innovative could that be but i think that we you know that's the beauty of this music it's it's timeless and it it jumps generations in a way that it doesn't need to just be like your best years are behind you um chick Corea, i mean i've been checking in on a lot still of these making live great music stuff. yeah i mean charles lloyd still making great music absolutely and a lot of times they go into these kind of rebirth periods you know i'm very interested to hear the project that herbie's been working on with with robert glasper and um 
what's his name the uh terrace martin yeah and um i love the stuff that herbie laid down with frying flying lotus fry frying lotus which is not vegetarian by the way if you fry your lotuses <laughs> if you fly and uh <laughs> shout out to cecile uh, yes. mclaurin Sylvain, just yes. crushing it right now yeah. too i think in my opinion and yeah. i mean there's a ton of there's a ton of young folks that are making some great music yep for sure yep Adam Manis in the 442s. Dang That's right. a good group, too. Dang right. So, um, best. Best. you need to get Glasper as guest. He is damn funny. I know. And I've been talking to him, and every time he gets back to me, he's like, yeah, come on, let's do it. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm just seeing this. So, we're, I'm going to get back on that because he says he wants to. We were talking about doing some playing or, or something. Um, so, that would be fun because he is very funny. He's hilarious. Actually, we should do, we need to do like uh, an all, we should start doing an all, we should add this to our rotation, although we didn't get on some of our stuff this week. That's okay. Um, we got some people saying they liked that we didn't get on some of our stuff this week. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like what? They don't like our, our fitness check-in probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, you guys are out of shape. Why, why, yeah, why are you why? talking about your fitness check Yeah, check-in? but less so than before. So. <laughs> really? No, I want to see that. I, I love the hating. The hating is great, man. Um, man, Glasper's so funny. I, we overlapped for, I mean, he was never at the new school when I was there. But I knew he was there when he was off the road. Because he was always on tour. He was playing with Petty Carter when he was at school there. And we overlapped for a year. And I remember, you just know he was in the building because the commons would just be uproariously <laughs> loud with laughter, right? Just people just screaming because he was, you know, <laughs> I'll do some good ones. Okay, court. so I got this on there. This is great, guys. I, I know you're right into the self-help stuff, but I much prefer getting into the weeds of the music. Just me, not to be a jerk about it. I got it. It's all good, man. Stick to your knitting, we call that. It's all good. <laughs> Stick to your knitting. Now, this is funny. Uh, Frying Lotus is my new band name, and if anyone is entitled to fry a lotus, it's Herbie. Oh, That's we, right. got, we got some comedians in here, too. Jazz Health Diet. Um, cool. Well, this was fun as always, man. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for being here. Thank you, listeners, watchers, uh, for, for tuning in. We look forward to next week to uh, having the sound kind of out of both sides of the headphones. You know, just little things, detailed things like this. It's fun playing these these really interesting harmonies, thick chords, hard-to-hear changes with one ear. I know. <laughs> it's I know. the best. It really, really makes you lean into it then. So what do we say we might do? That, that would be good. That'll be more beginner intermediate, but with some next week. Yeah, we could talk more beginner stuff about it too. Little balance. Woo. Ah, maybe we do that.
you'll hear it.